Do have you ever fried a ribeye in bacon fat? What? Yes. And how is that? Amazing. Amazing. Mm. It sounds. It sounds better than. Does it taste better than what it sounds? Because it sounds fucking wild. Welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Dadversation. If this is your first time here, head on over to YouTube, like and subscribe. Also follow us on all the social media platforms. And you can check out the audio version of this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like always, we're here with George. Chris is here. We have a special guest today, uh, Mr. Panos Palmos. How's it going, man? How's it going, guys? <laughs> Are you okay? I'm, uh, I'm awesome. I had to take a, a quick uh, Instagram pic and post uh, it on the story. So. Y- you're into that too much, you man. The, the stories and all that stuff. You know what? <laughs> you're right, I am. <laughs> Wait, well, what's too much, man? Yeah, seriously, George, what is considered too much? No, there, there's, there's no such thing as too much, but uh, there's a lot of stakes on those posts, man. There's a lot of stakes, yeah. That's true. It's very true. The, Coming from a guy that owns two food stores, so yeah. It is <laughs> the, the, tell me the no, but no, but that, that's the oxymoron. You own fruit stores and you're eating steaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you, you got to do what you got to do, right? So, uh, yeah, that's my new adventure. For, for yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Pano uh, is uh, the owner of two uh, fruit stores up in uh, Laval or the North Shore, I guess. But you're doing the the carnivore diet. We we spoke about that on the phone the other day when you called. Uh, Correct. Yeah. What what the hell is that? Um, carnivore diet is basically a diet that's based on eating anything that comes from an animal, um, pretty much nose to tail. So uh, hence carnivore, right? Hence carnivore. So basically, no fruits, no veggies, no uh, no no carbs, zero no carbs, olive oil, no seeds, no nuts. Uh, olive oil, I cheat a little bit with olive oil. Um, I do use when you're comparing a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of bacon fat, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. So there's there's a lot of bacon, eggs, uh, but the, the 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 foundation of the diet is really red meat. So a lot of a lot of red meat, ribeyes every day. Sounds <laughs> good. Yeah. How long how long have you been doing this? So he, the the thing is, is that I I didn't do this by choice. Well, you always have a choice to do things, but the the reason why I did it is because uh, about. Uh, Beginning of October, beginning of August, sorry, um, I had a very bad case of, of uh, uh, colitis flare-up. So I'm diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. It's been 13 years I have that. And for those who don't know what ulcerative colitis is, it's an, it's it's a, it's an inflammation. You have that? No, what I don't know it? what it is. I have it too. What do, you, what do you mean? I have ulcerative colitis too. You serious, George? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, wow. it's been uh, two, three years, four years. But uh, I mean, I don't, I don't feel anything. I mean, I don't know. Like, how is it on your end? Like, when you're talking about flare-up, like, first of all, explain to everybody what an ulcerative colitis. Okay, is. so ulcerative colitis, is, uh, 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 from what we know, is an autoimmune disease that, for some reason, your 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 immune system attacks your colon uh, for reasons we don't know. 
Um, and myosurative colitis is really towards the end of my colon. Um, and once in a blue moon, I get what we call a flare. And during flares, it's basically um, major cramps uh, in your abdominal area, even a little bit lower, and uh, running to the bathroom, diarrhea maybe 20 times a day, and Ooh, uh, wow. with, with, with bloody stools. Um, it's not fun, guys. It's really, really a shitty, shitty, shitty disease. So, uh, has, it, has it always been like that, though, for all 13 years? I'm, I'm asking for myself now because I don't have any of those well, symptoms. It, keeps, it gets worse and worse. So obviously in the beginning, the first couple of years, it's not that bad. I don't want to scare you, George, because everybody has yeah. – it's, it's, it's unique to everybody, right? So um, it gets – I remember my first flare-up, guys, was like, wow, like I was hospitalized. And then it just – every year – I used to get one every, let's say, year and a half. And uh, now I, I, I get them, let's say, every six months, right? So uh, it's just, you're on meds for the rest of your life? Are you on meds? No. Uh, the doctor had given me some. I didn't take them. Okay. It was anti-inflammatories. So, but I, look, uh, I, I, I had blood in my stool. Well, it wasn't blood in my stool. I was bleeding uh, when, uh, when, uh, when I was shitting. And I'm like, okay, that's not normal. I thought it was... Um, Hemorrhoids. Uh, hemorrhoids. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was all sorts of colitis. But, um, you know, and they don't know, like you said, it's still very unknown, right? Because it's like, it's like this gray zone between Crohn's and I don't know what else, right. colitis. Right. Uh, and, 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 what, 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 you see, I always question doctors. I always said, well, listen, I wasn't born with this. I, I eventually developed this. So could it be something that, that I'm eating that's really, really bothering me? Yeah. And the you know, doctors are going to tell you, no, it's not. Just take the meds, take the meds, take the meds. So I was on meds. I've been on meds for like almost 13 years. And in August, I was hospitalized with, again, a flare-up. And uh, the doctor came to see me in the room and said, listen, your meds don't work on you anymore. We're going to have to maybe look at meds that are, you know, uh, stronger. Uh, Humira, uh, Remicade, which are... Uh, which suppress the immune system. And once you start on that, it's not, it's not ideal, right? So I, I went home and I was like depressed. I was like, I was like upset. Um, and what happened was, is I, I started Googling uh, and then I fell on this actually YouTube channel uh, of, of a woman that said that she cured her uh, ulcerative colitis using the carnivore diet. And three months prior to that, I had met one of my good friends, his name is Gideon. I hadn't seen him in the longest time and our kids were playing soccer together and he shows up at the field and I, I couldn't even recognize him. I'm like, hey, Gideon, where's the other half? So Gideon is, 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 a, is a big guy, he had some weight to lose and he lost like crazy amounts of weight. I was like freaking out. He's like, yeah, I did the carnivore diet and my first impression when he first told me that, he's like, I'm like, you're crazy, do carnivore diet? Your cholesterol, you're like a walking heart attack. He's like, you know what, dude, I, I'm tired of people saying that. Just look it up. But I ignored it. But then when but I found on that, yeah. Uh, just uh, the YouTube person you heard, was it Jordan Peterson's daughter? No. I, I, well, okay. so it, it was, I can't remember her name, but it was, it was it, she, she actually has a YouTube channel, but she led me to that video of Jordan Peterson and the, the, the Joe Rogan podcast. And, and uh, I listened to Jordan Peterson's uh, uh, daughter, Michaela, who had very bad, bad, arthritis that she went on the carnivore diet and it disappeared. And then I just, I just kept reading up, reading up. So the next day I'm like, fuck this. I'm on this carnivore diet. 
Like I got to pick my poison. Either I'm going to, I'm going to die with colon cancer or I'm going to die with cholesterol. I think cholesterol is better. So let me, let me just try this. Right. But I was desperate guys that, and, and I don't know if you guys know this, but I had, I had tried everything. I had tried every single supplement in this, in this world. I've tried, well, not in the world, but I've tried a lot of supplements. I went to natural paths, osteopaths, like, 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 I tried to find alternative ways to this because I wasn't happy with the answer I was getting from the doctors, which was, no, you're going to live with this forever. It is what it is. And you're going to take meds. So I started on the carnivore diet. I, I didn't take my meds. Like I stopped taking meds and I went on the carnivore diet right away. And uh, four days later, I had no more, no more cramps. I started feeling better. I started feeling like I had more energy. I used to get migraines, guys, probably once a week. My migraines disappeared. Uh, diarrhea went away. Uh, blood went away. How long so, have you been doing this? I've been on this since August 3rd. So almost three months now. Right. Almost three months. Yeah. You look, I, look. I, lost, I lost weight, but for me, I was, I was eating like crap during this whole coronavirus. My, my wife, as you guys know, was, was, was pregnant. And uh, we would just sit on the couch and pound the, all kinds of garbage. And basically, the carnivore diet is an elimination diet. You just, you're eating basically what our ancestors ate for millions of years ago, right? Yeah, so what's, what's, the, what's the science behind this? Like, There's no sense. It, well, the logic behind it is eating what we ate forever. What is it that we ate forever? We've been hunters forever, right? And gatherers when we couldn't hunt, right? Yeah. And we all... He's pretty much saying that it's pretty much lodged in your DNA. Hundreds of thousands of years of eating that. And there's very little people that develop uh, allergies to meat. Who's allergic Does to meat? Does it have something to do with uh, the bacteria cultures? But also, yeah, but I mean, that's everywhere. The, the other, the other thing is, I mean, is this something that you're going to do for what three, four, five months, and then go back to like regular diet, or is this basically going to be your diet going forward? So here's the crazy part, guys, of all this diet, about this diet. The crazy part is, is that I don't crave anything else. I don't crave any carbs. I don't crave any sugar. I don't crave none of that. So my, what's my plan? Uh, my plan is to stick with this as much as I can because I'm feeling good, right? And uh, eventually, I'll introduce some, 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 some fruits and maybe some vegetables. I'm really know, man. About, 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 about how some vegetables can do you harm, some, how some vegetables are, are, are not good if you have conditions like myself. So I'll, I'll try to obviously introduce stuff in my diet. But if I could, the longer I could stick with this, the better it is. So, 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 so what does the diet, so what does the menu consist of? You wake up in the morning, I'm guessing you're probably going to have eggs. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm fast. So because meat is so satiating, like, like I, I could eat once a day. So food for me is like, I could live without food and it's okay. Like if I'm hungry, I'm, I could, I, I could tolerate it, right? Where before you were hungry, like, oh, if I don't eat, man, I'm going to get a headache. So let me go eat something. And you're constantly eating and eating and you're obviously eating carbs and you're eating sugars and you're, you have these insulin spikes. And then, and now it's like, there's no insulin spike. There's no like, oh, I'm, I'm hungry. And I like, I could wait if I'm hungry. So basically I'll wake up in the morning. I'm not going to eat. I'll, I'll eat nothing. And then around one o'clock, um, I'll eat meat <laughs> so depending on what meat i had the day before and at night i usually have a a, a ribeye or i'll have eggs 
and bacon. Uh, a lot of eggs, a lot of bacon. Um, Guys, I just want to jump in here and, and, uh, and uh, echo what he's saying because I've been trying it for a month and a half now. And it's the most amazing thing. <laughs> I'm, guys, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing because he just went to grab a glass of vodka. <laughs> no, no, I didn't grab a No, it's water, man. Oh, it's water. Okay, okay. Water, yeah. It's water, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's no vodka. And there's the, I haven't drank, guys, an ounce, not, not even a sip. Actually, I'm going to lie. My brother got engaged. Oh, and, nice. Congrats, brother. We Here's had, one. My brother Angelo got engaged. All right. You got engaged. He's, uh, he's, uh, and it's, he's engaged. Is, uh, he's full in, force. He got engaged. <laughs> They're pregnant. They're pregnant. Oh. All right. So he did. My brother is like, boom, 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 buddy. Just get yeah, everything yeah. done. Um, and, and I had a sip, a sip of champagne. And you know what? It was like, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to risk this. So I just stay away from it. I didn't in even have, Sorry. In terms of feeling, I think it's one of the best because I've tried many diets. You guys know, and I yo-yo a lot. And uh, from keto to paleo to like whatever, whatever's been out there, I've tried except the vegan. I'm gonna try that in November. But all of all of September, I did the carnivore diet, strict carnivore, just carnivore, and it's amazing. <clears throat> I feel good. I'm never like I'm echoing everything you're saying because I'm like I, I agree with everything you're saying. And I started listening to guys like Sean Baker and Paul Saladino and uh, Ken Berry. Uh, exactly, guys like that. And it's like there there is a science. You asked about the science, George. There is science yeah. behind this. And uh, what Pana was saying about the elim elimination diet, it's true because what you're doing is you're eliminating everything but meat. So then you can kind of construct it. You can add it back. So let's say you just start with the base, which is meat, and then you add the garlic and it bothers you. You know you shouldn't eat garlic. Let's say you add the tomato and the tomato skin bothers you. Well, eliminate tomato. And you kind of, you kind of build on that and then you get to a point where you're still meat-centric, but you add the things that don't bother you. And honestly, guys, I'm telling you that my skin is better. My sleep is better. I feel better. I'm never hungry. I'm very satiated. So look, I'm just listening and I'm I second everything you're saying because hey I, I try Let me just tell you this, Chris. I'm going to interrupt you. Go for it. The morning wood gentleman is out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> morning wood guy yeah. is the belly button. And I'm not kidding. Like, this is, like, I haven't had these morning wood. Like, you, like, just, you just turned that. Everybody's going to be a carnivore. Oh, no, oh, no. I told them. I told them, like, my Fridays and my Saturdays are what I do. They don't believe me. Now they believe me. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. I don't know if it's the, 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 the creatine. I, have, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Like, like people ask me sometimes medical questions. But guys, I don't know. But let me tell you how I feel. This yeah. is what I feel on it. Now, it might be for you. It might not be for you. I don't know. But... Because Dude, it's, uh, that's some I good think, information there. Man. The, I'm, I'm the, not talking about the boner. I'm talking about the rest of it. <laughs> the only problem, the only no, problem, because I, I, I've been, I've been hearing a lot about this, and from you, yeah. Chris, a lot, and from a lot of other people, and it's been really tickling my curiosity. It's just a very I, I expensive. I've been reluctant dog. to jump in. Man. <laughs> well, it's expensive, of course. How, how would you guys recommend I, I, somebody jumps into this? I, I've well, been trying to piece it together George, in my head. Here's the best part, dude. You know, people tell me, "Well, how do I do it, dude? Just eat meat." Like how, no, but you said meat, but there's also eggs, so you could have eggs as well. Yeah, what you I, I heard somebody was saying they don't have eggs, no eggs, just, just so don't have eggs. Just have, yeah, just don't have, have the eggs. You need you need fatty cuts because what's 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 important to understand is that you're not having any sugar. 
So how are you fueling yourself if you're not having any carbs, right? Mm -hmm. So you're basically replacing your carbs with fat because you can't get energy from protein, right? So you got to get energy from somewhere. So you're, mm -hmm. you're basically getting it from fat. So yeah, man, you have that ribeye, there's fat on the ribeye, you scoff it, you, 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 you eat it, dude. you just go for it. I've had uh, 35 steaks this month. I'm, I, I've had, I, I've been doing this about- I'm serious. <laughs> You're saying it with this guilt-free, man. When I talk about steak, I feel so Joe, guilty, man. Joe, before the podcast, I sent two steaks to Pano. I just took the pictures of the two steaks and I sent them. And I, I, had steaks. I, just did, I do a story every night. And you know what? The, one of the reasons why I do stories is to, to hold myself accountable, right? Yeah. So well, I do can, it can, just to make sure that I have it, right? Because people are counting on me to can have I ask, Can I ask more questions that other people would probably think of? What do you put? You, you, are you allowed to season? I usually do, so basically what I do is I take the ribeye or usually it's ribeye. I love ribeye. So I'll take the ribeye, a little bit of, a little bit of, we call it a rib So you want to make, so your salt could stick to it. Sorry? In Canada, we call it a rib stick. No, rib, rib, I means no, no bone. No bone. I'll do bone. I'll do a ribeye with a bone. You don't like grabbing that bone with your hands and just. Yeah. Yeah, you get the dark stuff from the barbecue here and you cheat this. No, but you what do you season it with? You said just just salt, man. Honestly, just salt. Just are salt. you allowed to use other stuff? Listen, you're allowed to do what you want. Is <laughs> is there's there's being very there's being very strict. Like you could basically if you're there's the lion diet, which is part of carnivore, which is basically salt red meat and water. So that's really, really extreme. I'm not that extreme, you know? So I started incorporating, adding a little coffee. Like I'll have coffee in the morning. That's fine. Oh, wow. Coffee's off the, off the menu too. Well, for the no. very strict carnivore, there's, there's for different the very carnivore. I, in the very strict I did 30 days, no coffee. And then now- Does it, I does it give you better results? I look, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the results. So when, I, I, when you're honestly, talking about coffee, if if you're having coffee, does it give you less results? I, I haven't seen a difference for me. So for okay. me, what was important is really my my main focus on doing this was really to control my colitis as much as I could without meds, which I am, and then getting rid of the migraine. The migraine. You got a, I mean, you said 13 years. You you must have been a really young man, man. It's it's. Uh, it's yeah, it hit must, me. Uh, you, you must be a little pissed. You must feel a little bit like zeroed out here, man. Listen, you know what? It look. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the good stuff about 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 having ulcerative colitis because it's not all negative. The best part about ulcerative colitis is your weight. The fact that, dude, I could wipe my ass so fucking clean. <laughs> 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 you got the techniques you don't know. Wipe your ass, and I guarantee you're gonna have the cleanest ass out there. <laughs> Give me one sheet. <laughs> you know the trick about wiping your butt? You could wipe it from Chora going all the way up, right? But you can do that a hundred times. You got to do at least one or two from 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 this way 
going right, forward. Very, right. very... Yeah, hey, guys, we're back in scatology. <laughs> we started we're back. back. We we're back. back. We're back. Now, if you're not doing that, you're walking, you're walking around with a dirty ass. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, and you need, to remain, you need to remain sitting, right? So that the, your ass should stay spread there. I'm telling you, you got to listen. <laughs> That's one of the benefits and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of toilet time, right? You're, you're, Let me, you're, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you because my, my experience was uh, explosive. I couldn't trust the fart for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for a week. <laughs> your body is adapting to fat, right? You're, you're giving it so much fat that your body's like, okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know one thing? And, I know and it's also the, the lack of fiber, right? The lack of fiber, uh, there's no water absorption. So. Yeah. yeah. So guys, sorry, George, what I tell people is, listen, guys, just, just do it. Just try it for 30 days, dude. You're not going to die if you eat meat for 30 days. Anything you eat, you do for 30 days, you're not going to die, right? So just, so you're, so you're doing steaks. Like uh, we can, you can, you can throw in chicken. I mean, uh, as long as it's, uh, it's meat, right? So it can be chicken. It could be lamb. It could be whatever. (laughs) Guys, one one more thing I got to say, because, uh, I was reluctant to try it for one reason, because I have gout. And uh, for a month and a half, just eating meat every day, three times a day, sometimes twice, because I, I would fast too. I think uh, the carnivore diet with fasting is, is, is a perfect blend. But not one gout attack, guys. Not even a little flare-up, nothing. See, this is, this is what's... That's but, bizarre. But, That's but bizarre. hold on. Are you, are you still taking the, the, the gout meds? No. no, not even. See, this is this is what troubles me, and I think we've had oh. this conversation before. Because when when um, when That's I was incredible. diagnosed with uh, ulcerative colitis, the culprit, guys, is is the sugar. The sugar is the bitch. the sugar, and you know what? Think about it. Look at from all the different diets, right? From like the most extreme carnivore to the most extreme vegan, right? They all they all agree that processed food and sugar is not good. So we know the culprit is that we we know like everyone agrees that's the commonality. That's the common ground where everyone says, "Yeah, guys, this is what we agree on." So the sugar is doing all the bad things. Now, if you eliminate that from the diet. Your your body's pretty adaptive. It's gonna start doing different things, but honestly, guys, the, for the for my for my experience, it's a good feeling. M- what I notice is me waking up perfect in the morning, man. Like perfect. I just wake up and I'm always satiated. You're right. When you eat a steak, man, that fills you up. You're good. Yeah. You're good till your next steak. Yeah. And you have like zero cravings for sugar, guys. And and you know what? It's crazy. We villainize red meat, but. And then, but then sugar is like cocaine, dude. Sugar is like, you, you give sugar to, 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 to anybody, like you, you're gonna crave it later, right? You get that, that insulin spike, that, that I'm good, and then you, go, you, you hit it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, you're just constant, you're just. Yeah, no crashes, and, and no ups and downs. The thing that I saw is mental clarity, like no brain fog, zero, 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 zero. So it's like my energy level is the same. I, and from, I don't know why, but now I wake up at 4.30 in the morning for some reason with my morning wood. So, <laughs> and it's is the same up until I fall asleep. I like let's say 10 p.m. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Look, this is what I was saying because it is I, a good feeling. When I was diagnosed, um, the the first reflex, obviously, the doctor says, like, "I'll put you on meds, whatever anti-inflammatories. Try these out. Let me know how it goes." And I I, I didn't even go to the pharmacy. I didn't take them at all. And the reason why I didn't take them, and I think we had this conversation, was because. Uh, a year or two before that, my brother was diagnosed with uh, Crohn's. 
like he was horrible. Like it, it was a bad case. Like the guy, he, a lot of pain. He couldn't, you know. And he went to see this naturopath who cannot even exercise his practice in Quebec. He's out in Ontario, I think, or uh, I can't remember where. Um, and he gave him like five bags full of all these, you know, natural products or whatever. And he followed his, uh, I can't remember for how long he had to do it. And it cleared. Like it cleared. The guy, he was perfect. He didn't have any pain. Nothing, right? And um, so the reason I didn't take the meds, I called my brother and I go, did you ever follow up on your Crohn's? Did you ever do another colonoscopy? You know? And he's like, no, no, uh, no. I'm like, can you do it? <laughs> I just wanted to be sure that what he did was effective, right? Uh, and I think he did one recently. He did, a, a, I think, a, some end of last year or something like that. And he's clear. And his doctor could not understand what happened because the minute you get one of these, you know, quote-unquote diseases or whatever, it's like they tell you it's, it's for life. You're stuck with it, right? So, and I was reluctant to take the medication for that specific reason because I had seen my brother do something completely different and he got cured 100%. Now you, you're doing something that, you know, it seems that it's going well. Um, and, you know, I'm like, fuck the meds, man. I'm not going to take them. Why, why would I? I, I, don't want, I don't want to create dependence on them. And you know, it's important not to denigrate science, but you see that modern day or Western medicine is under scrutiny right now. Like people are second guessing it, not in the terms, not in terms that it's not correct, but there's other alternatives. And we're seeing that a lot. You're seeing that with science everywhere. But, right. Pano, but, but, but Pano, how often do you go, uh, do you do a follow-up, uh, like uh, to a colonoscopy, like to check it up or? Look, I, 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 I do a colonoscopy a year. So one, once a year. Um, but you see, my experience with, with, with a naturopath was, was the opposite of your brother's. So oh. I, I went to a, a, a very famous naturopath here in Montreal. We're not going to say any names. Yeah. Uh, he cost me a fortune. He gave me a bunch of products. Basically, told me not to eat red meat. Red meat is highly inflammatory, um, and put me on this smoothie, uh, yellow smoothie with uh, this this salad that that I would chop up. It would take me forever to do. Anyways, I did it for three weeks. Three weeks, guys. My colon was so inflamed. I went to the doc- when I went to the emergency, they told me if you would have continued on this, you would have had to remove your cold and that's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Yeah. Everything's different. You got to just try to figure it out on your own. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm not, like, if your brother did that and, and, and it healed or cured or kept it, is keeping his Crohn's under control. No, but he did a colonoscopy and it was clear. Like, they could yeah. not understand what happened. You understand? That's awesome. Of course, that's it's awesome. awesome. It's awesome for him. But that's what led me to say, you know what, screw it. You know, I'm like, forget it. But uh, yeah, I haven't really looked into other stuff. I mean, uh, but at the same time, it doesn't really affect me. I don't. Feel, I feel zero pain. Uh, time to time, usually when there's anxiety or stress or whatever, uh, you know, I'm gonna poop blood, and then I'll know. Okay. But I, I, it's always associated to that, to like something stress related, you know. Uh, and that's why I asked you how long it was and how it started for you, because uh, I mean, you know, these are indications that I should be looking into. It's funny because when uh, when uh, when I was diagnosed, I was, I was still working in politics, and uh, I think it may have been maybe even 2014. We were in an election year, and I'm sitting down. The doctor is like, um, "Well, it's usually associated to stress. I mean, what kind of work are you in? Are you?" usually stressed at work. <laughs> I looked at the guy and I'm like, listen, man, there's a fucking election coming in a couple of months. What do you think? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, but other than that, I mean, I haven't really felt 
like anything bother you know like that that, that would bother me. I don't know. Look, I, I, I think I, I think the, the importance is, uh, and this is I guess my experience as well, and me kind of like reading up on this a little bit. But I think what a lot of people are agreeing on is that it's almost on a case for case, mm-hmm. and you have to re-listen to your body. So there's nothing wrong with experimenting a bit, like whatever. You you, you should you definitely shouldn't harm yourself, but you got to experiment a bit to see how your body reacts. Every body is different, and you'll know. Deep inside, you'll know. Your your body will tell you. See, the first time that I heard about the carnivore diet was uh, when Joe Rogan announced it. Like, because yeah, I, I I follow Joe Rogan, and he did it a couple months ago. Actually, it wasn't that long ago, uh, end of last year or something like that. And that's when I first heard of it. But he didn't do it for long. I think he did it for sixty days or something like that. He, Joe Rogan is uh, actually he just did an amazing podcast right now with Paul Saladino, Doctor Paul Saladino. Uh, yeah. It was really really good podcast. Uh, it's like three hours long, but. Paul Saladino is like, wait, he's like, one he's, a, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. So he's, um, um, yeah, Joe Rogan did it. Joe Rogan is mostly meat based. So he'll eat, he consumes a lot of meat, but obviously has, eats other things also, but he's mostly, uh, he's, he's, I probably, I, I think he said it somewhere. He's like 80% or something like that. Meat. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, do whatever works for you, dude. If if it yeah. works, heavy, I, I'm not doing it by like choice. Like I gotta figure this thing out, right? Because problem is when meds don't start working, and you start getting you know meds that are that are that are that are that are you know you don't know what the side effects in the long run the meds are gonna do. exactly. Yeah. And, and this is the problem because the only people that you can go back to are doctors, right? I mean, you're gonna go have a checkup again with your doctor, uh, you know. You're probably going to be questioned, you know, okay, what's going on? Are you taking your med? Like, this is the situation that is so uncomfortable because you have no choice. You got to go at some point, see a doctor, like either for a checkup or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, What do you tell them? Fuck off. The shit you gave me doesn't work and I'm feeling much better with the meat. So figure it out. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, there's nothing wrong with sharing that information, man. I speak. Of course not. But if you go see a doctor and you tell them, I'm not so sure about, uh, you know, about your meds. I heard about... uh, uh, what's it called? Um, aloe, aloe water that soothes your. Like I had tried that for a while. And it's like nah, nah, those things don't work. Well, yeah, because it doesn't make money out of that. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's so there's so there's such a side business to this. Does the doctor make money off of these things? I'm sure they. I don't know with a, medication. Yeah, but uh, if he tells you, look, like how you, much money? The, you you're, you're saying, are you saying that the doctors get a commission? I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works, but I'm oh, sure guys when that, when they prescribe. When they prescribe drugs, absolutely they do. Guys, what are you guys kidding me? Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Let's just 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 wait, wait, wait. You guys thought that doctors don't make money out of the drugs they prescribe? No, I'm That's, just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Nobody's ever nobody's ever admitted it. I was suspecting it. But but but, but gentlemen, here's 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 the the I consider it as as an issue, a major issue. We are what we eat, right? We agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now, no doctor will ever tell you ever. Tell you, oh, you have a migraine. Don't eat celery, or don't eat. They don't know. They're not trained on that. Yeah. Basically, a doctor does very little on nutrition. Yeah. So they're not there to turn around and say, well, you know what? Uh, uh, so what do they look at? They're going to look at epidemiology, right? Studies that sometimes they're not that great. Those studies, right? And they're going to base themselves on that. But those yeah. studies, not necessarily. 
prove that we're doing That's right. You're right, man. You hit it on the nail. Then epidemiological studies are just stats put together through the through the incidence of uh, of of, uh, of a disease put into a distribution for people to understand. That's all it is. And uh, one more factor, I think, to that Pano is that um, there's also the lead by example factor. Like very little doctors are going to tell you go on a carnivore diet because they don't do it themselves. It's like, it's like the doctors in the seventies who had a pack of cigarettes here and they'll tell you, look, you got to quit smoking, you know, and there's a pack of cigarettes there. So there's that factor as well. What are they going to tell you? You know, try this, try that. If they haven't experimented themselves, what are they going to tell you? And they look at biomarkers. Here are the biomarkers. Your HDL is this, your LDL is this, try, keep this. And that's why the, the food industry is just, they tell you you need to eat everything just to make sure you get everything. They tell you you need to eat everything just to make sure you get all the vitamins. But you don't have to eat everyday dairy. You don't need to eat everyday fruits. You know what I mean? It doesn't work. The body doesn't work daily. It works in, in it's more macro. It could work in a, in a week or a month or in a year. It doesn't really understand the days. It's calories in, calories out. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of this stuff now. So yes, the carnivore diet is controversial, but now you have doctors with different opinions. Yeah. Right. So there's that's all it is. There's have, a, you, have you had a blood test since uh, you've been doing it, Chris? No. Yeah. I did. And uh, did you get results? I got my results. Everything is great. My cholesterol is a little bit high. And that's, I had the same issue with keto. Obviously, I'm eating meat. So there's yeah, more cholesterol uric, in the blood. Perfect. Your uric acid is balanced. Yeah. After all that meat. But the cholesterol is up. And uh, there's, even, there's even people that correlate, well, I don't want to get into this whole thing, but I looked into it, I researched it, and cholesterol does not exist on its own, meaning you cannot just take it out of context and just analyze the numbers, the biomarkers. You have to really understand what's going on in the body. Yeah, it's something associated to healing and stuff, right? There's a lot, exactly, and there's a lot of things. And If you're healing from something, your cholesterol levels are going to rise. And you should then well, and it depends, it depends. So yeah, if you have cholesterol and high blood sugar and triglycerides and all that, then you're, yeah, you're a walking time bomb. But if you only, if your HDL is high, it, 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 it's not the end of the world. Your it's LDL. manageable. Your LDL, sorry. Yeah. Your HDL is, is, is a good cholesterol. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I, you, I don't know. Have you had the blood work? No, my wife, guys, is like on my back for this. She's like freaking out. But even her, she's like, she thought I was crazy. And now all of a sudden she's looking at this diet. She's like, mm, what, what is he doing? Like, what, what are you, you know, I also lost 22 pounds. So, uh, in how long? In like, guys, a month and a half. Just eating meat, huh? But you're also exercising, right? I just started exercising now, like hardcore, like hardcore, whatever I could do here in my thing. But I exercise every day now. Yeah. Uh, before, I, I didn't have the energy to exercise. But um, yeah, every day, every day. No, it's, it's, look, I highly recommend it. And I, and I just tell people, just try it, man. Just do it for 30 days. You have yeah. absolutely nothing to lose. Zero, zero. Be careful with the farts, but other than that, man, just go. You know what I'm, I'm telling you, dude, dude. I don't right now. Like I, 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 I passed that that whole diarrhea with the whole adaptation. Which in my case, I wasn't sure if it was colitis diarrhea or if it was carnivore diarrhea. Right? I, I didn't know. So. <laughs> yeah, I went through it. The first week was nasty, but it's been a month that I haven't farted. I don't fart anymore. I don't fart anymore. There's no farting. Yeah, guys, <laughs> guys, I don't fart and I don't burp. I'm serious, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, that's such a weird thing to talk about. I don't. Fight I know, anymore. and it comes, and you know what? One more thing. It's no longer a problem. Guys. It used to be a problem, but it you, no longer is a problem. You guys know. You guys know. Like I love food. Like right. <laughs> I love food, and uh, you know what happened after a month and a half of carnivore diet. Whenever I see like an ice cream or a brownie, something very, very sweet, I'm actually, re- yeah, it turns me off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey. It like turns a, me off. It's, it's like, like a it's smoker like, who quits smoking and then smells. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's too much sugar. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. It doesn't make me salivate anymore like it used to. Anyway, but look, guys, next month I'm trying the vegan one. So I'll see. Because I want to, I want to, I just want to know how to talk about it. Yeah, but and, is, it enough, uh, is it enough time for you to... Well, how long have you been doing the carnivore, you said? Three a month and a half. Oh, a month and a half. A month half. and a half. Three months, Panos started doing it. Yeah. Actually, we, we met at a restaurant and I just had a big plate of loose meat and so did he, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had a steak, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no, guys, it's... Uh, give it a try, man. And you know what? Look, don't, don't, be, don't, be fooled, don't be fooled with this, this mi- misconception of the majority is always right. Yeah. Because if if you really go back in your history, the majority is almost always wrong. Your Galileo was the only one. Your Socrates was the only one talking at a point. Isaac Newton was the only one saying what he was saying at a point, right? So I'm not saying that I'm not comparing these new guys, these advocates of the carnivore diet to Galileo, but I'm saying that it doesn't mean there's no truth in it. Yeah, I agree. You know? And maybe it's something you could do in like waves. You do it for a few months a year, then you stop for a few months, then go back yeah. on it. You could cycle it. Yeah, yeah cycle it. If, yeah, I guess it, it affects everybody differently. Well, yeah, it exactly. <laughs> depends because, I mean, if you have a condition like... Uh, you, got, you guys are selling me. I've been on the fence for a while. Now. Just, yeah. Look, try, man. If you, you like steaks. You like steaks. I'm huh? sure you like meat. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love steaks. Right? Oh, steaks right here, man. Right here. It's just you got you to gotta put a budget aside. <laughs> Uh, well, you just go to go to the store and it's on special and you load up. You could also have ground meat. Like you don't have to have steaks every day. Like you could you could go just get, grab ground meat and just eat eat ground meat. You could do that. I just, just stack six hamburgers. I want to just the meat, just the meat. And if cheese doesn't bother you, you could have cheese too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in. You can have cheese with the carnivore diet. Well, anything that comes from an animal. It does. So yeah, as long as it, cheese, like I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to cheese. Cheese bothers me, and I and I feel it as soon as I have cheese. The next day, yeah, shouldn't have had cheese. Yeah. Now you're going. Now you're going into paleo, George. When you're adding all that stuff, you're into the paleo stuff. No, but so, I think uh, actually paleo doesn't have dairy. I think no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Paleo doesn't have dairy. Keto has dairy. Paleo is just meat and and, and certain grains. I think. Yeah. Anyways, it's uh, everything. Everything natural as is. Nuts and stuff. Well, the basic tenet is that you're eating what your evolution pretty much yeah, yeah. dictates, exactly. right? We, we, we got a big brain because of eating a lot of fat, and we developed a big brain because of eating animal and hunting animal. So that's hundreds of thousands of years of that. So we've adapted to that. But did so, it, did, 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 uh, I don't know, man. Did, wasn't there like some green in that in those diets i mean a lot of well that came thousands of years later right but that's why the vegans are saying that yeah look the, the carnivore is too far away the well, vegan far, is farming's been what ten thousand years well and right and the, and the industrial age is what everyone agrees that is not good because of the process stuff yeah. so and even though even though they're polarized diets guys prior it to, makes sense prior to and, the prior to farming it was all meat and, and guys, I think it's a killer, and 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 it was due to obviously 
in times of war, First World War, Second World War is soy and corn. Soy and corn, guys, it, it shouldn't, if you ask me, shouldn't be in our diets at all. Yeah, right? corn, why not? So, corn is all sugar. <clears throat> you know when you eat corn and you take a shit, what do you see in your bowl? Corn. Because your body has nothing to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> comes out whole, yeah. It comes out the way you went in. It doesn't look anything. <sighs> and that's and that's the reason why on the carnivore diet you're not you're not having these massive shits. And the reason why is because your body is absorbing the majority of it. It's enjoying what you're putting in. So so red meat is extremely nutritious, right? So your body's holding on to as much to almost all of it. Did, so Chris, your doctor, did your doctor say anything about your iron? Perfect. Well, listen, when you when you have ulcerative colitis. And your 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 iron is really really low. You, it's you, low you're, you're bleeding. So it's yeah. helping. It's helping you in your case. <laughs> and, and in my case, man, my doctor is very open minded. Like we sit there and we talk. And uh, you want to try this? He told me about fasting. Would you try that? Try the keto. He's 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 the kind of guy who's very in tune with his with his uh, listen to your body as well. Yeah. Like he he, he got me into that kind of thinking as well. It's not like here, take this, take that, take this. You need this. No, no, no. It's like, look, would you, would you be comfortable taking this? Do you want to give it another try? You want to expect, and you know what? That's, that's awesome, man. You know yeah. what? My, doctor, my doctor is the opposite. My doctor, when I, told, when I asked him about fasting, he's like, ah, 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 that's bullshit. Don't do that. But let me ask you, is your doctor in shape? Uh, not now. <laughs> He's older. I mean, it's not like my family doctor isn't the 30 year old guy. You know what I mean? Guys, Probably in the 60s, 70s. I had a conversation with a cardiologist and I told him what I was doing. And he told me, you're absolutely insane. He goes, you shouldn't do that. The guy was like 280 pounds. He's talking to me. He's like sweating and he's a cardiologist and he's giving me advice on my diet. And I told him, no, and I, and I told him, I said, listen, I understand, maybe you're right, but also you being overweight is also not good for your heart. So like... No, but you said it, Pano. Uh, uh, guys, we, we, we conflate physician with, with nutritionist. Every, just because somebody's a doctor... Man, they do. I think they even. I think they do one course on nutrition. I think so. Like they, they finish. They do the residency, and then they start working. and And they read papers, right? That they need to to read. They don't read on nutrition. And whatever they do is whatever they read. They'll read like every other normal person. I'm not saying that they don't know what they're talking about. I'm just saying that don't think that they're experts in the field of nutrition. There's no. people that just study nutrition all day. That's all they do. And there's obviously different points of views. So it's, it, you tend to believe what you want to believe and you tend to find truth where you kind of see it fit. But I think that the good thing about the social media and all that stuff is that it's exposing ideas like that. And you, we're realizing that a lot of people are right about certain things and it's no longer gray I mean, sorry, it's no longer white and black. It, it's everything's in the gray area, and there's a lot of people that know what they're talking about it. And you know what? They're ta- they know what they're talking about. Sorry, and it's interesting debates. So you cannot just say, "Oh, he's right because he said it." Doesn't that doesn't work anymore? I find that's what I that's what I feel. Right. There's a lot of people that could be right on different topics, and there's people that could disagree. And not only that, you could disagree and still get good results. I believe that if you do a vegan diet, you could optimize your health. But I also believe if you do a carnivore diet, you could optimize your health. Both work. It's a different route. I, I, th- I think whatever, look, if you do vegan and it works for you and you're healthy and everything is all right, good for you, man. If you're doing, if you're doing a carnivore diet, if you're doing, if you're doing a, a bagel diet, for whatever, and it's working out for you, 
Good for that you. That won't work. That won't work, though. Maybe. You hear all these diets. There's like all these, like, there's the, there's the fruit diet. There's like the, 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 there's all kinds of diets. And, and you know what? The only reason I think the vegan diet is not catching up because I think, the, like I said at the beginning, I just wanted to finish that, what I, was, what I was saying. Even though carnivore and vegan are polarized, right? They're, 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 they're opposites. It's based on similar principles. Very little food, the same food. Don't mix a lot of stuff. Avoid the, sh- the sugar and avoid the processed food, right? But I think the reason the vegan diet is a little bit more trendy is because of the dogma. Yeah. Veganism is dogmatic, right? It's, 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 we want to save the animals. We shouldn't be cruel <laughs> to animals. It comes with all that. Yeah, the planet. The car- exactly, the planet. The it's, also, it's also is- what he said about red meat having the bad uh, reputation. Yeah. yeah, it's that. It's controversial. So the it's still controversial. Is the best option. In a lot of these right. studies, guys, if you, look at, if you look at who funds the studies, like when you look at a study, you also got to look at the study and say, okay, well, who, who funded this study? Like, You're my study, bro. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, <laughs> He's know, convinced. George is starting on Monday. <laughs> but like, I, I just I gotta go to the grocery store. <laughs> the, 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 the study on fiber. Hold on, hold on. I gotta go to the butcher. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta have a good butcher friend, my friend. And I know a couple, so don't worry about it, George. I'll give you the whole thing. You guys eat a lot of lamb. Yeah. Yeah. It's fearless. You don't have to worry about anything. Man, I love lamb. <laughs> you know what, George? If 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 I try, I said I'm gonna try this for a, for a, for a month. It's been a month and a half. Now I start. I just start adding some vegetables because eventually I want to try the vegan. I just want to contrast both to see what's you better guys, for me. What about lobster and stuff? No, but what? What? It, like, the the whole <laughs> the whole reason why I tried this was to see if I could get gout or not. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's that's exactly the, because the that whole was, idea, the whole scare was don't eat meat, don't eat yeah, meat, you, avoid you shocked meat. me when you told me you haven't yeah. even had a little bit of. A, I, I, I think hint. also, Chris, if I'm not mistaken, I think gout is also the combination of meat and sugar. That is what, 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 yeah, what, yeah. You see, sugar is always there. Sugar, sh- sugar, sugar, yeah, yeah, sugar is always there. Now, gentlemen, you guys wanted to do this tonight, and tonight is what? What is tonight? It's Thursday, debate the presidential debate. <laughs> oh. uh, re- really, yeah, yeah. Could, what a, you know, you or, or not. What a great segue. <laughs> it makes total sense. <laughs> Enough about me talking. <laughs> Let's talk about somebody else's colitis. <laughs> oh, fuck. The U.S. is colitis. Oh, man. Oh, you're, you're, fo- you're following the U.S. Uh, elections? <laughs> I, I, I follow, yeah. I follow. It, it was his way of saying, let's get off this call, so go what? <laughs> no. It's his way of saying, let's talk about this, because it's crazy. <laughs> you know what, guys? <laughs> That's what he wants to say. It's absolutely insane. I think this is by far the craziest election that's coming up. This is this is this is it's nuts. Like no, I think it's actually it, fact. It, it, look, it's the craziest election that I've seen ever in my life. I, ever. I don't think we're gonna see another one like this. I think I think so they need they need Vince McMahon, the ring, the microphone, and let me tell you something, brother. That's what they need for this to, to be a, a full circle here. <laughs> So, so you know what, guys? I, I'm I'm curious. You know what? I, I, what are your thoughts on this? What do you th- what What are your thoughts on the situation that the U.S. is going through right now? I worry for them. Let me answer this one. Can I just answer this yeah. one very quick, just to set the tone a little bit for the rest? It's so crazy that we can't even talk about it. 
Yeah. That's how crazy it is. Well, you, you could. The, the problem, the problem, what Chris is probably thinking is that it has become so polarized that regardless yeah. of what you say, regardless of your opinion, you're going to get such a massive reaction. And massive, I mean, like in terms of number, right? Like you're going to come out and say whatever you think, you're going to get the opposite reaction by so many people because it has become like this very polarized thing. Exactly. Yeah. I said that I, I said that I enjoyed you either be one or the other. That's, yeah. that's, I that's said to somebody sad. that I enjoyed the book Art of the Deal. I think it's a great book. It's a Trump book. Yeah. Okay. I think everyone should read The Art of the Deal if you're in real estate or if you want to learn how to negotiate or whatever. I almost got shot. that's the crazy part man it's like dude even if i say something that's that that might sound pro-trump it doesn't necessarily mean i would vote for trump but yet you can't and you know it's 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 nuts man it's like it's but it's i just i just feel like defending him all the time because everybody hates him no, it's not true that everyone hates him because the, the, it's the truth the other way around. You come up with anything that, that, that resembles socialism or liberalism or whatever, uh, you get the opposite too now. Like, I mean, that's the, the, this, is the, this is the thing right now. It's become very, very polarized. Yeah, and what absolutely. sucks is that the political class is, is, um, uh, knows this. Like, they, they see it and they're playing into that. So what, like, what, what I'm calling, the way the, the way I see it is that, see, like in the first debate, Trump had a whole problem denouncing um, uh, white supremacists. Yeah, white supremacists and fascist groups, and it's not because he didn't want to. It's just because right now, it's his uh, it's his voter demographic. That's that, that. It's to that extent that it's gotten polarized. The same way that Joe Biden could not say anything against the Tifa. And he came out and said, ah, Antifa is not a, uh, it's not a um, terrorist group. It, yeah, it's not a group. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not a mobilization. It's, not, it's, it's just an ideology. No, it's not. They fucking blocked out Seattle. <laughs> they blocked out, it's like a five block radius, dude. They blocked it out. Oh, they called it whatever they called it. So, and they're playing into this because they know that, look, this is what it is. It's, our society has become so polarized, so divided. I need to play into that the same yeah. way that Trump is playing into the right. Big problem is that in, in, in U.S. politics, and especially during election, you had that middle ground of undecided voters that is so huge right now. And see, everybody's looking at the polls. They're like, oh, Biden is ahead. I, I'm not, I don't know, man. I'm reluctant to say win or even to predict because in 2016, people were wrong. And that's because that middle ground of undecided voters had grown so much that it was so difficult to predict. Now it's even bigger. And, now the- and, and, and that's what it is because it, it's, it's what you said, George. It, it's so polarized that once upon a time, that classical liberal was in the middle and he could have swayed left or right because they he was both. in the middle, right? They were and, both and, in the middle. They were, they, that's right. They, they both touched the middle. And that's right. Yeah. Now they're, they're so extreme that what's left is a chasm. You have nothing. You have zero commonality. You're either this or you're that. You're red or you're blue. You're up or you're down. It's or, 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 or you don't relate at all and which pretty much will cause people not to go vote. They're like, look, I'm not, I don't know who to vote for. No, well, not, not voting is voting. 
I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris. There's a lot of people that are not saying what they're voting because they're even scared they're going to lose their job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's why it's crazy. Look, from the advanced voting now, it seems as though the participation rate is really high. So a lot of analysts, they're, they're, they're thinking that, you know, when, when those rates go up, it usually means that there's a change coming. But I don't know. You know, but honestly, uh, the, in 2016, I was shocked because the gap was huge between Hillary Clinton and, and, and Trump. I mean, they had it almost. It was a done deal. As I called it, I called, I called it Trump. No, but no, but I'm saying if you looked specifically uh, in the polling, there was a huge, there was a huge gap. Because people who were going to vote for him weren't admitting it. You know? And, and well, here's the thing. The thing is, is that a lot of people didn't really like Hillary. You understand what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of Democrats don't like Joe Biden either. Maybe not not as much as didn't like Hillary Clinton, but at the same time, you know how many you know how many people I've spoken to like fuck of all the candidates, this is the guy that we found. Like this is the guy. But that's what's crazy, guys. Guys, oh, it's all of America. These are the two people. You know. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, I, I pity them. The superpower of the world of the world, and these are the two best candidates. Yeah, it's it's my fault. It's You know what? Okay. You know what? Trump <clears throat> is no good. Trump is no good. Whatever. But Biden, guys, Biden, a leader, he's got leader characteristics in him. Are you, are, 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 like, let's just look at that. Forget policy two seconds. I'm just talking about the person who's going to run the world superpower. Look, once look at this guy. Is this guy a leader? Once upon a time, because I've seen, you know, you've seen all these old clips and like he's been, he's been in politics for a long time. So once upon a time, yeah, he probably had that posture when he was VP. That guy was super sharp, man. I don't know if you guys remember the, the, the vice presidential debates back uh, with, uh, uh, with Obama, where he was debating against Sarah Palin. Fucking guy was sharp, man. This guy was like, you know, he was so good. The, the, the years that have passed since then, have really done a lot of damage to this guy. And, you know, it's yeah. like, I mean, look, it's age, right? It's, it's age. But it's, he's not the guy that he was back in 2008 and 2012. I mean, that's just the look, truth. The funny thing is that if I was, if this was happening in Canada and I had to vote, so I'm happy because I don't have a dog in the race, right? And I'm glad I don't. I could just talk about it, like, subjectively, like, the way I feel, my opinions, and whatever. I'll say certain things, I'll say certain things, or I might not say certain things. But let's say this was Canada, and I had some X, Mr. X, that has been in politics for 45 or 40 years, has managed to do nothing, and now I'm going to give him a chance to run the country, and 40 years he's done nothing, but everything, everything, everything that, that went shit, everything that's shitty with the States, it was because of Trump. For me, that's funny. It's laughable. Yeah, but it's not, it's it's not necessarily that he hasn't done nothing, right? I mean, this is this is the tricky part about U.S. politics. There is so much focus that is shed on the office of the president that people don't really pay attention to what's happening in each um, in each state, uh, what each senator is doing for their constituents. You know, but but the, George, the narrative is that Trump stepped step in, stepped in to the U.S. and destroyed everything. Like he managed to destroy the whole country. Yeah, but that's years. A, Chris, nobody that's, else is responsible. Yeah, but that's just the, Trump. That's, that's the, the, that's the, the yeah, that, exactly. That's the narrative every four years. Yeah. You screwed everything up. That's <laughs> all his fault. I'll tell you what worries me about Biden. <laughs> about Biden. What worries me about Biden is that he's ve- like when a, he's very negative towards the coronavirus. Do you and, think he has colitis, maybe? <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe that's why he that's why he was locked up in his maybe but <laughs> not giving the american people the hope that they need right now with the coronavirus you understand what i mean that, that that's one of the things that bothers me about him the way he's campaigning it it's, it's showing him that you know what this virus is so bad it's so bad that that you know, we got to close everything and we got to wear this mask. And I don't know if the American people want to hear that. No, but just to add to that panel, it's a good point. And you know what? I think they're, well, they're, the problem, I believe the problem with the pandemic, the COVID is the people in the middle pretty much live their lives, do whatever they can, and they're doing it right. The people that are too afraid are ruining it for everybody. And the people that are not afraid enough are ruining it for everybody. And that's the Trump and Biden position. Biden is overly scared, paranoid, which creates a, a, a bad mentality, right? And a hysteria and alarmism. And Trump is too nonchalant. Oh, it's okay, it's fine, which creates the other extreme. And this is definitely an issue where you gotta be dead in the center. And this is the issue where you gotta respect everyone and you gotta just do it right. And you know what? Hoax, no hoax, forget that. It's just at least respect that somebody else might be afraid. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to give up your liberty because somebody's afraid. Like, you're, my freedom doesn't end because you're scared. But at the same time, you're in a society and there's rules and there's regulations and you got to follow them. Yeah. So that's what's happening in the U.S. It's, the, it's always the extremes. It's like pro-gun against gun. Pro-abortion, anti-abortion. So it, basically, that's what it is. Yeah, it's 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 totally polarized, and in the middle you got space, you got nothing, no commonality. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Is it maybe a way to conquer the U.S. by dividing them? By who? There's a lot. That, that is a lot. Yeah, Listen, Chinese. Uh... You cannot have war right. Like like who's gonna go into war right now and start throwing armies and and and, and missiles and stuff like that? <laughs> Turkey. Turkey. I don't even think you could you could fucking blame the American divide on, on a foreign no. power, man. No, first of all, first of all, one thing to 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 recognize is that the American people are very patriotic, like very patriotic. Like, imagine a hypothetical situation where you have the U.S. today, where it's so like polarized, where they would be threatened by whatever. In a split of a second, it would be one America proud, let's go. You know what I mean? The last time that I saw something like this was back in 2001 with the September 11 attacks. George W. Bush was president. The It wasn't as polarized as it is now, but there was a lot of... You know what I mean? He, you know, he had a hard time. That that first mandate towards that end of the of his first mandate, it it wasn't going well for him. The twin towers, like the the, the terrorist attacks, happened in New York, and suddenly, man, the American people all came together. Like uh, uh, Bush was hailed a hero. Like this is what they are. They're a very patriotic people. I don't think that this is a means for someone else to kind of. You know, I don't know, conquer the U.S. I, I, I think, US. Pano, if you just allow me, I think what, what Pano was trying to say is that, uh, I'll say it in different words, it's, I believe that, I think, I think what Pano was trying to say is that capitalism is under attack and there's a lot of social influence. And there's China, there's, there, there's, there's the movement, there's a Marxist movement, neo-Marxist movement, there's a lot of talk about universal healthcare, there's a lot of talk about uh, universal uh, currencies. So there is some influence. And if you look at the universities today, there is an indoctrination of Marxist theory. And there could be an influence. Because, well, yeah, but today, capitalism is under attack. Yeah. Somehow, all the freedoms that capitalism has given people people think it's a bad thing. And the problem with that, it's, it's fine. 
it's fine. Let's tweak it. Capitalism is not perfect. Obviously, there's flaws, but it's given so much. So instead of like, let's try and fix it. But what you don't want to do is try to replace it. Because when you replace it with socialism or communism, any kind of totalitarian government, man, we've had 100 years of experience with this and 100 million corpses later. So we've done this experiment. Now, do people want to do it? People still want to do it because it's very dogmatic and they're indoctrinated. But you know what? You got to think that, hey, let's just reform capitalism. You know what I mean? And, and, and a lot of, think about it. A lot of people, who, who, who had the biggest um, followers um, when it came to, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. The Democratic Socialist. Uh, Buttigieg. No, 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 no. No, U.S., the, the oh, older guy. Sanders. 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 Yeah. Sanders. It's all young people. This is the guy who used to say, there's no need for millionaires and billionaires. Then he wrote a book, became a millionaire, and now just says billionaires. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's guys like this, man. And this is a, this is a democrat, democratic socialist, meaning he believes in Marx. He believes in Marxist theory. And instead of having a revolution and a struggle, he wants to bring socialism through a democratic system. Guys, that, that's scary stuff for the U.S. It's fine for Venezuela. And look at Venezuela now, right? And it's fine for other countries. But I find that that idea, that's why the election is an ideological election, guys. So you're right. One side is uh, uh, people that are very uh, patriotic. But on the other side, you got globalists. You have people that don't believe in borders. You have people that think that it's all one humankind. Or like uh, Trudeau says, people kind, (laughs) right? He says the people kind because human human has man in it. Guys, this is crazy stuff, man. I'm telling you, this 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 is populism on both ends, yeah. and it's very it's a very crazy time. And you know what? When we can't speak logically, and we're not able to share our ideas and opinions, and have a nice debate, that's where the problem is. You right, know, guys, the day the day the U.S. is going to be safe and it's going to be all right to say what you feel is when a Democrat is going to say that Republican is right. And when a Republican is going to say that Democrat is right on that issue. And you don't see that today. And that's the problem. It it happens. You just don't see it. Well, yeah, you don't see it. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know it happens. I'm just saying that it's, it's not popular. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Chris, you bring up good points. I agree. It's just now it's, everybody's divided. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, you know, George, you said you said what happened with the Twin Towers. You, you're absolutely right. They came together. Uh, but now with the pandemic, it's, they're, they're doing the opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's the opposite. They're not being united for some reason. You understand? Where This is where the united and work together. Now it's not. It's like, it's like right, left, black, white. Like, yeah, and it's, it's, it's what's happening, man, because in the other countries, I think we've, we've spoken about this before, maybe on camera or off, but most countries, the older countries, have a broader, uh, 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 yeah, uh, a broader spectrum. Like there's left and there's right, and then there's a lot of stuff in between. The states w- was always like on the right, slightly on the right, but you know what? You didn't have the extremes. You never had extremes. So this is the first time we're actually witnessing the extreme right and the extreme left. If you go into Germany, even in Greece and in Croatia, there's always been extreme right and left, always. Yeah. In Greece, uh, there was extreme left in parliament and there was extreme right in parliament and now they're all in jail, right? <laughs> yeah. so, no, seriously. Yeah. So th- th- this is the new thing for the US because it was always centered right, right? What, are, what is the US? It's a big business. It's a corporation. It's a capital society of freedom, freedom of transaction, and I could do whatever I want with anybody else, limited government, limited law. And that's what's under attack. So the patriotic guy doesn't want to give that up. 
your guy in the South doesn't want to give up his gun. <laughs> and it's not for self-defense. It's because he doesn't want a Stalin. No, it, it, well, it, it, dep- it depends who you ask, right? I mean, you, you look at Ben Shapiro. I don't know if you guys follow him. This guy's convinced that we need our arms because there's a revolution coming and we need to, to attack whatever government is going to, I don't know, come and take away our rights and freedoms. Dude, where the- I don't doubt that. No, oh, no, no. On, well, you, are you crazy? Oh, you know what? I think he said it, but if the Jewish people in World War II had guns, there wouldn't be 10 million dead. So you know what? Maybe it is a little far-fetched, but you know what? If the Russians had, there wouldn't be 30 million dead. If the, if the Romanians had, if the Cambodians had, so there's a lot of ifs there. Yeah. So it's not a stupid comment, George. Don't, don't just, don't, don't just like, dismantle it like, too quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're comparing... There's usurpatious government. There's totalitarian governments. Actually, there's more totalitarian governments than the, the, the democratic, uh, democratic governments. And who, yeah. no, right now you mean? Well, in the in, in the history of the world, yeah, we've had more dictatorship than, than yeah. government, yeah, but yeah. by democracy. So you know what? Democracy is under attack. Okay, but we, yeah, protect yourself. Maybe it's not a bad idea. Well, a lot of people are talking about a north and the south again, another war. Yeah, but well, you're you're referring to examples in countries that didn't have the the democratic stability that the U.S. has, right? I mean, Cambodia. Yeah, but that's what's that's what's under attack now. Yeah, but I don't think it's. I don't think you can compare. I don't think you can compare. No, no. I, I'm. I'm saying it could be far fetched. I'm just saying don't, don't, don't say that. That's a stupid comment. Too quick. There's, well, Chris you is saying fundamentally the, 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 the amendment for guns is to protect yourself against extreme government who's going to take away your rights, and this That's is a way to maintain your rights. That's all it is. Okay. From an extreme, from an extreme ruler. In the yeah, U.S. Not a, are you serious? The U.S. Not a terrible idea, George. I, just, crook, I don't like guns either. It's just crooks, crooks, and criminals like unarmed victims. Okay, usurpatious governments, totalitarian governments like unarmed citizens. It's 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 just psycho- psychology. It's nothing else. There's a reason why Stalin was like with the army and like this steel, a man of steel, or Mao Zedong. There's a reason for that. It's all psychology. There's a reason that Hitler was able to use propaganda to get all the Germans to be on his side. So it, it could turn, guys, to Hitler was how many years ago? Do the math quick. 15. 70. That's, that's, not, that's not a long time ago, man. That means it could be another crazy Hitler. And you know what? People are calling uh, Trump Hitler and you're trivializing Hitler. You're belittling the yeah. word Hitler, the Nazi. Because yeah. the real Nazi right now is the guy from Turkey. That's the real Nazi right now. And no one's talking about that. No, that I agree. I agree with that. I mean, it's, it, you, can't call, you can't call Trump fucking Hitler. Come yeah, on. come on, man. That's the, the, you can call him anything else you want. Uh, any, any other world on the planet. But Nazi, really? This is, this is, you think this is what Hitler did? Hitler did exactly what Erdogan is doing today. Yeah, yeah. That's how he started. But I, no one talks about it. I have a question. Would your feeling towards Trump be the same if Trump was more polished when he speaks? If he was a real politician? Yeah, if he was more of a politician. If he had, if he had a filter? Well, yeah, look, yeah, and but, he stopped yeah. using Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the answer, the, answer, the answer to that, panel is would we be in this situation if that were the case, right? I mean, if he was a more polished, more uh, well-versed, Politician, you know, you know your your typical image of a politician. You know, would we be in this situation now or not? Would it be under control? I mean, when you're coming out and you're telling, all right, proud boys, just stand back and uh, whatever, stand by. Uh, you know what I mean? 
we wouldn't have been in this situation when because you're giving these guys a good call, a reason to say fuck yeah if the president is uh, telling us all right stand by boys you know it's it's our turn coming up soon yeah i agree with that i i, I agree with that that he adds fuel to the fire and because he's not polished uh there's issues now that doesn't mean that because he's not polished his policy is not good because you can if you look well and you read well you'll find some policy that kind of makes sense um but that's what it is, man. Why can't we just accept that he's half good and half bad and deal with the half bad and praise the half good? And why can't we accept that Biden's the same way? And, and I think <laughs> the, the half bad, how worse could it get? Like, I mean, the half bad, the, fact, the, the, the way he speaks, <laughs> the way he tweets, that damage has been done. I don't think there's any more damage. Like, can you? <laughs> no, you, you never know. People have difficulty having this guy on top. That's like something that they, they could fucking just bitch about or, or like, I mean, laugh at so much. Well, look, I, I was reading, uh, this is long. When he, when he was running the first time, I thought it was just a big gimmick. I thought it was just a big joke. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. did. And, but he won. Yeah, of course. It, it, but that's what it is. It, it's um, it, it's entertainment. And I was reading, uh, this was a while ago. This was last year. And I was reading a, a paper. I can't remember who it was. Um, and they were, they were looking at the presidency and exactly what you said, Pano. Like, it, like it's gotten so fucking bad to the point where it's so consistent that in the back of our minds, it's normal. <laughs> right? Think about it. Like, the guy wakes up in the morning, tweets some fucking bullshit, I don't know, and we're like, ah, look, it's normal. Like, this is not normal. Like, it's not supposed to be normal. And he's made it normal. And uh, that article is very interesting because it was reflecting on all these, all these things that are happening. And the argument was that, look how low we've reduced the the office of the president of the United States, right? Where where in the past you used to talk about that, and you're like, it's the most powerful position on the planet, the most prestigious thing that you can uh, that you can have access to, and it's this guy now that has it. And it's funny because this year you have like Kanye West announcing that he's running for president. Like it's like where where are we headed here, man? It's like come on, guys. And it's that's, not, that's that's democracy, man. Of course. Joker, and I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking. I mean everyone that aspires to be there has the right to do so. But at some point it's like no, but you see, we found a flaw in democracy. But it doesn't mean that democracy is not a good system. It just means that it can't be perfect. So we just have to deal with the imperfections of having that. But no, any system can be perfect, Chris. Uh, that's right. I know, I, I know that. I absolutely know that. You know I mean? I, I, any, any skills process, and I'm talking about systems, processes, whatever you want to look at it. Any, there's always going to be flaws, right? It's how you manage those flaws that that will make a, one system better than the other, one process better than the other. And what makes it dangerous is looking for the perfection. The perfection is what messes everything up. The whole, you, if you, if you, if you, in your, in your mind, you see the perfect society, you're going to ruin it because that cannot happen. <laughs> if, if, if you're looking for the perfect body, you're going to do the wrong things, whether it's steroids. If you're looking for the perfect face, you're going to have surgery. You're going to, dism- you're going to disfigure your face. So the perfection, going after perfection is the problem. That's where the problem is. Because, yeah, obviously there's no system that's perfect. And that's why, because I'm an advocate of capitalism. I think capitalism is a good system. And it's under attack. And it's under attack by the people that have really um, profited from it. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. You have, you have to be, you have to be, look, if you're in a, 
in a place, in a country where you can say that the president is an idiot and you could publicly say that, man, you're not oppressed. Man, you're in you're in a good place. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're in a great place, buddy. Like you know what? You should be grateful. You go say that in Turkey. We'll see how yeah. that works. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go. Somebody yawned in North Korea. Somebody yawned during a funeral. <laughs> and that's it. I won't say what happened to him after. But somebody yawned, and that was that was it. That was it. So it's like you know what I mean. I just find we're confused. I just find it's it's just confusion, a lot of emotion, very very little time to to sit there, digest the information. You know what? Our emotions aren't really uh, educated, and uh, you know what? People, yeah, everybody everybody judges uh, Trump emotional how they feel about him based yeah. on how like the perception makes them feel. Yeah, they don't exactly. look. They don't look at more as like, they don't look at it in a political way. Or let me look at yeah. facts. They, they, it's they are, like, he's the devil. Like, he's the this, and, and yeah. I have almost no opinion on him politically. It, but no, but it's almost as stupid as saying like, let me go listen to what people say and let, let, let's tra- let, let me hear no, somebody like, trash but, him so I could repeat the trashing. But just yeah. to tell you, I almost have no political opinion on him. But other, and I see people who do, and it's, it's like there's people that just love him too much, and there's people that just want him to like burn the ashes. Like, it's the same way when Trudeau yeah. was running. I asked my mom, I go, Ma, uh, who are you gonna vote for? Uh, or, 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 or Trudos or Trudacos. I go, why, Ma? Now, why? In a kuklos. Like, no idea. About, <laughs> yeah. No idea about what, you know, and it's it's basically that. It's emotions. It's it's feelings. It's, uh, he looks good. He sounds like Canadian. No, he sounds good. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Your mom, your mom is, a, is an immigrant. And when she landed here, the best option for an immigrant was to vote liberal. And that's it. She's part of that. She's, she's yeah. on that liberal team till the end. Liberals, she's a, she's a, liberals, she's liberals made her life great in Canada. So she gets that too. Liberals the best way. Let me just tell you something. If my mom votes Trudeau, and, and I'm saying big words on this podcast, she will never see her grandchildren. How's that? Come on, bro. Come on. Oh, get out. <laughs> now you're like those Trump guys with their guns. We're going to go to the polling stations. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big Trudeau fan. I never was. I never liked it from the beginning. I'm saying... Nobody on this podcast. Whatever is. happens, happens. If I don't... Sell any more fruits and vegetables. Let that let, let, let it be. <laughs> no, but you know what's but funny. It, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I never liked the guy. I never I ne- I never liked his leadership. I never liked what he stands for. Uh, whatever. I don't get me started. The, the problem is I don't like him. The problem is is that there's nobody better to overthrow this guy. That's that's the other problem. You understand what I mean? So it could have like, been Kevin O'Leary, man. Uh, it could have been. Uh-oh. Kevin O'Leary dragging his den in Shark Tank. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Remember that guy? Canadian, he would have been like a Canadian Trump. <laughs> no, but you know what? You know, you know what Trudeau is, guys. I don't know if you, if you ever thought of this. Trudeau is it's like, no, no, he's, yeah, he's a drama teacher, obviously, but it's not about that. It's about like, let's say you take ninety-five percent of the people. Ninety-five percent of the people are able to have a thirty-second political discussion. Some people could go to a minute and a half, and then after that, there's no more knowledge, so it ends there. Trudeau's that. <laughs> Trudeau's that guy Trudeau's that guy that you'll meet in the street and it's like there's 30 seconds and that's it then there's nothing else there's no more and that, depth and that 30 seconds has been rehearsed in front of a mirror exactly <laughs> that 30 seconds has been rehearsed and there's a wire <laughs> he still fucks up I, 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 he watches the recording backwards did I, I, I send you that thing with a plastic bottle it was amazing 
Guys, that was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe I can't believe you the just paper, the paper bottles. He's buying the paper bottles now. <laughs> the paper ones, yeah. Oh. But I, I can't believe that you just saw this for the first time. This was a, oh, but, uh, this was a yeah. clip playing uh, in uh, 2000, yeah, 19, uh, during the election. But but you know what? There is some good in Trudeau, man. You know what? If if a lot of people like him, you know what? I respect that part of him as well. Yeah, but well, at the same will. time, you know what? Do you want him running a country? Maybe not. But democracy is that. So we have to just accept it. Look, one thing's for sure: the guy uh, the guy took advantage of a period where, like George or uh, Pano said, there was really no opposition. You know, I mean, then that's what it is, man. You know? for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it his fault the other parties didn't have the right leaders or or a leader in general because the conservatives didn't have a leader for a for a while uh, to take him on? No, okay, so yeah, no, you're right, you're right. You have a point there. Right, right. Look, but it's okay. I, look, I, I know the guy. I know the guy personally. I mean, I worked with him. He's not he's not a bad guy. You know, it's just that you know maybe him being the leader of a party happened too soon. I I, I don't know what it is. It's just that. I, I think it all happened way too quickly, you know. And, uh, I would love to have a big. I think the word you're looking for is way too easily. Easily, no, it's never easy. It's never easy. I mean, don't forget, like you're you're, you're With no resistance. It's easy. Yeah, look. You're, I think I personally think knowing Pano, and I've worked with Pano. I know how diligent he is. Like, like you have a lot of good positive stuff about you when you work. Uh, you wouldn't hire him, not even to put fruits on the shelves. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. You would say, no, I'm sorry. I need, I'm looking for something else. You would say that. Look, let me just tell you something. Right now, it's really difficult to hire people. Okay? So let me just tell you. <laughs> so he would take him. He would take him. Here's the thing. Would I have him run my store? Never. <laughs> That's the difference. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let him run your store. I would fire him for you. <laughs> how, uh, now that you mentioned the store, how are things? Uh, I mean, I was going to say you're lucky. I mean, you, you, nobody's lucky in these circumstances, but I mean, uh, you, you know, you're in the kind of business that had to stay open. And uh, I think, I guess it's good for you. But at the same time, I mean, uh, you know, we're all in the middle of a pandemic over here, but uh, how's everything going? It's been, uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's not like the first wave uh, where it was absolute chaos and craziness. Um, it, it's, it's, it's good. We're open. Both stores are doing really well. Uh, Santa Stash is a little bit more of a challenge because it's a smaller one. It's a smaller store. Um, so there's a little bit more lineups, a little bit more people waiting outside. But we're taking precautions, guys. We gotta, honestly, we're taking it serious. So we, 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 gotta, we gotta protect our customers and we definitely need to protect our staff. So um, it's, it's not free for all. We try to keep it uh, controlled. I've been to some stores, like uh, some even major stores, which is absolute pandemonium. There's like, and um, yeah, I mean, and customers appreciate that. They like that. So. Let me can I ask you a serious question. <laughs> it's not going to be serious. <laughs> it's not going to be serious. I, I, want, I want to ask you a serious question. Two, two questions. I have two questions. <laughs> Number one, do you tell your customers your, your carnivore? <laughs> no. Okay. Would you, you be, would you be willing? Is the next uh, potager going to be potager meat market? You know what? I'm really... <laughs> you could brand that, my friend. You could brand that. It will be amazing. I, I've, I've really, I, I've started doing numbers on, 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 on half of Like, what would it cost? Square footage? Is it profitable? Uh, I, 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 have butcher box. Too. I have a question, too. You have zero meats right now? You don't have, like, a, a, a meat section? 
Cool. Yes, deli. Yes, deli. Oh, deli. Okay. Yeah. Do you, have you ever fried a ribeye in bacon fat? What? Yes. And how is that? Amazing. Amazing. Mm. It sounds. It sounds better than. Does it taste better than what it sounds? Because it sounds fucking wild. It's amazing. You have. You look. You have that. Here's the other thing, guys. Is that your 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 taste for meat is is don't forget you're only eating meat right so the meat that you eat better be good that's my issue i can't eat out i can't eat a steak out because it's shit like for me it's like whatever you know what i mean so because number you're one talking about the quality or the uh, how long quality qual not everybody uses good good cuts you know good quality uh a lot of a lot of places where you go don't even know how to cook it properly right especially well you can't really go anywhere now <laughs> well, well well before they close now right so but yeah, man, going back a ribeye in bacon fat is awesome. Butter, butter. But a lot of people advocating uh, grass-fed, right? Which is another paradox. You have to eat your meat that's grass-fed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but a lot of people are saying that if you don't have grass-fed meat, it's not as good. Look, you know what? Yeah, you got to follow. I looked at a couple of stuff. Let the cow eat the corn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of cows are grass-fed. They're just corn-fed towards the end. So they can be fat. Right? Exactly. So yeah. the, the thing is, is that how is the cow going to digest that corn, which cows have... Um, they're, not, they're not designed to eat corn. Well, it's, 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 they're going to produce less leolenic acid than, for example, chickens will. So that's why red meat, even though it's corn-fed, is probably better than you than, for example chicken which is corn fed because the digestive system won't won't process it as good as the cow right mm-hmm. Works, same thing mm-hmm. okay i think uh you've persuaded uh panusi to I'm go on, carnivore tuesday not monday he's gonna think about it monday no no I'm, no I'm on the planning uh, i'm gonna fit this into my life you know this is what's gonna this is what's gonna happen from now, <laughs> no, from now plan Sunday, from now big budget Sunday, from now until and, and another thing is I gotta I gotta plan properly because I gotta manage those fucking morning hard-ons. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh do we have a story? Pano. Pano. California, remember? Oh I remember that. <laughs> we haven't told you yet, but we're gonna tell you one day. One day, George. We're gonna you've, to- you've told me. I was there. I you was were the there. Fell, I was the one who fell asleep. Yeah. We're leaving the suspense for everyone listening. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of stories. <laughs> Another time. All right, we're going to wrap it up. No, uh, let, let, let's share one story, Panda. One story with me and you in college, man. Which one? We had many well, of those. We had a couple of good ones. I, my, my two favorite are, are badminton <laughs> and, and, and the showers. <laughs> Remember the fucking showers? <laughs> you guys got kids, tread lightly. Me what? and Pano are naked <laughs> in the showers after gym class, and there's no more water. There's no hot water, so we're all lathered up in soap, and we can't, it's just too cold. We can't do it, so we're just waiting like this. No, but the, the, the crazy part is, is that we open the showers, and it takes some time for. <laughs> <laughs> We got all lathered. We have all everywhere, and this thing is not like we don't know what to do. We go out. Like, what's going on? Uh, Uh, Did you guys uh, use body heat? (laughs) 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 It was a funny one. It was a funny one. What would you, guys? Honestly, wasn't it fun back then? 
Those were the, yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. All, all fun. Not caring. Not caring. But you know what Not I think about sometimes? And we could wrap it up with this. I think about is my are my kids gonna be are they gonna do bigger stupidities than we did? Like doesn't that cross your mind sometimes? Like Bro Pano, our kids are gonna have a symbiotic life with video games. It's gonna be one. You're gonna talk to your kid and he's gonna be in the video game. He's gonna be like, Don't bother me, I'm in a video game. That's gonna be our kids. They're not gonna have the fun we had. Let's forget that. It's gonna be a uh, different fun, but it's not gonna as be for, as, we, as we used to get trashed and hit on girls and embarrass ourselves, they're gonna be like they're gonna be texting each other and saying, Oh, yeah. I can't believe you said that. Yeah, and you know, I'm but with, no, with, no, with nothing surrounding them, just it's in there. It's crazy, uh, right? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. if you like Chris said, if you think of like fun, fun wise, yeah, they're gonna be thinking, Oh man, this is the best. Oh, it's the time of our lives. But when you compare the fun that we have or the, yeah. the fun that we had versus the fun that they will probably have. Yeah, I mean, we, we both think we had fun, right? But if you compare both, yeah, it can't. It doesn't compete. It doesn't There's compete. No I see it. It's superficial now, man. Even with my kid, he's like 11 now. It's like, it's, it's a little superficial. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not superficial because it's a reality, but I don't digest it properly. Like, I don't like it. I, I think it's superficial. I think it's not at the right level. I agree. I, my, my son just started now. He's into video games. And how, how old is your son now? My son, George, is eight. And, uh, dude, he, the TV is the YouTubes he watches to fucking play the game. Yeah. yeah. He watches yeah. Other people fucking playing in order to play the game. Like, dude, watch some cartoons, man. Like Saturday, Saturday cartoons. No, dad, look at this YouTuber. Blah, 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 blah. Like, dude, what are you doing? And then he's going to go play the game. You understand what I mean? Wait, wait till he starts with the jargon and all this new terminology that you're never going to hear. And uh, wait, wait, wait till you see the words they use. You're like, what? Really? Eh? Well, oh, yeah. Well, just wait. Like, I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's a different reality. Let man. me ask you something, man. What would happen if tonight, right before you go to bed, you grab the video game and you just fucking hide it somewhere? Just disappear make it disappear. Just fucking launch it just boom just throw it dude whatever you know what it, are you talking to me or Pano yeah both of you I don't know what, what, what would your kids do would they go stupid would they... I don't let him I don't let him play Monday or Friday limited time on Saturday and if he puts all his hours in Saturday it, nothing on Sunday but I, I need more discipline in order to discipline him right because I, I tend to forget sometimes I'm like I just give in I just let him do what he has to do but you know what man I, I almost feel like you're causing him a disservice if you just don't let him do it at all. Why? Because it, it's, like, it's, like, it's like picking the lesser evil. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want him to be an outcast. You don't want, him, you don't want everybody to talk, talk the shit and uh, he doesn't know what, yeah. what you know? You don't, want him, you, don't, you don't want him to be left out out of the conversations that they're having in order to really get along. So you don't want him to be the, the guy that just knows, knows nothing. You want him to know enough to integrate himself in that social circle, but you don't want him to do too much that he's like an idiot, he's like a plant. Because guys, I'm telling you, after six hours of video games, your brain is a plant. You can't <laughs> absorb things, you, 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 you drop water, you, you hit walls, you fall, it just, your brain is just done. It had, it had too much stimuli. Yeah. Look, we, I, remember, I remember doing all those hours too, man, but the video games were different back then, man. It's not what they are now. Like there wasn't- They're amazing, dude. They're fucking amazing. It's life. <laughs> like I wish I would never leave home. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. the, the, your, your life is the video game, and then the pause is real life. But like you, Pano, now, I mean, the, old one, the older one is starting, and you have a younger one. So like, how, how does that work? Because you're like, okay, you're thinking, okay, the old one is at an age where, okay, I'll let him play. But at the same time, you're opening that door to the little one that yeah, you hadn't opened. Eh? The little one plays. The little one is there playing with him. He's, he's, they play, they play together. But, oh, but what I'm saying is that the older one, your older one, when he was the age of the younger one, probably wasn't playing video games, right? No, no, no. That's how it works. The second one gets exposed because you're introducing it to the older one. Yeah. Yeah. my daughter my daughter sits there and watches the boys play you know what I mean and then she does her thing so uh, she's not really into it yeah. no. delicate balance huh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, never. no but you know what guys honestly <laughs> this is better than video games man <laughs> like for who for, you know what playing with a doll learning how to take care of a doll there's something different yeah. this is better what are you talking about? You never played, but you never had an action figure. You, you never had a Barbie. I never had a Barbie. You never owned a Barbie. Why would I want a Barbie? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm trying to make it oh, some you, you, you know, you had G.I. Joe's, bro. You had the. Uh... You had action figures. Action figure. I was not into that. I was not into action figures. You had a suit and a briefcase. I remember. <laughs> What is that, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? What did you have? Honestly, you know what I was doing? Hockey cards. Uh, yeah, yeah those aren't like toys. Yeah, but that's another waste of time and money. Yeah, I, have boxes don't remember, I don't remember like a specific toy that I had that I loved that I went crazy for. Honest to God. I, I, it wasn't, I wasn't... Like cars, little cars? Little cars, yeah. Little cars I played, yeah. And I traded little cars and, and that, that probably... Is, me becoming a salesperson, that's probably where it stems from. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah, because hockey cards, yeah, I think we were all in hockey cards, but that came later. Like we were 10, 11, whatever, 8, 9. But, but the, the art of negotiation for me came at that age when I would trade, right, cards. Give me this one for this one. And a lot of times I would fucking win on the fucking trade. You understand what I mean? I never traded. I never traded because I sucked at it. I didn't want to get involved. I didn't want to lose my cards. I I never got involved. I wouldn't trade. I would steal. (laughs) Give it your (laughs) card. Pano, man, just to thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, George is going to make you a ninja star. He's going to send it to you. (laughs) All right. You have a couple minutes that you do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just an insider. Sorry, man. Yeah. But uh, pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put an end there. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to come back. Um, yeah, everyone uh, that's been watching, thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, you can follow Panos. He's all over pretty much every social media. Uh, you'll find him. We'll put a link somewhere so you can so you can follow all his stuff and uh, check out his stories full of stakes. Uh, once again, <laughs> follow us. Follow us on all social media platforms. Follow us uh, everywhere where you guys get your podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Ciao.